Welcome to Hidden Truths, a podcast about life, energy, and how to thrive on planet Earth. I'm your host, Nicole Energy. Hi everyone, how are you doing? I have a sense that I'm about to bleed. I have been very unfocused for the last few days and in need for being held and very much in touch with my truth. This is also the power of the inner autumn, actually the last phase of the cycle before the new cycle begins with the bleed. And what follows is a juicy and most of all useful conversation with intimacy relationships and sex expert Tamar Dudens about relationships. I have invited her because I find her very inspiring and very grounded at the same time. And she um, provides a lot of useful content on Instagram, which you can really put into practice almost immediately. And I love that. I love no-nonsense approaches. And she's Dutch and I have been living in Amsterdam for eight years. And um, so, yeah, I feel very much connected to her in that way and to her ways, which are very direct, very authentic. Um, I recommend listening to every word and drinking it up because it's going to change the way you conceive your relationships and it's going to connect you with yourself and maybe give you a new perspective or I am sure give you a new perspective on the field of relationships why I have chosen this topic because relationships are can be very hard and they have been hard for me in my life um and I have noticed that they aren't hard just because I'm a bad person or stuff like that or I'm not able or I have a hard time communicating and stuff like that but they were hard also because I had a hard time expressing my needs or even just feeling my needs and so there are so many different elements that can make our life easier and more meaningful and more like that we can feel connection as something that is safe and um, enjoy really deeply enjoy our relationships with people and I'm talking about all of the kinds of relationships and what I have realized as well is that relationships romantic relationships are just like any other type of relationship in our life and um, yes and so we should know yourself very well so that we can know what our standards are what our needs are what our also limits are in a way and that we that we can dance this dance with other human beings rather than yeah, rather than make it a fight, honestly, or something that is not fulfilling at all. So I, um, yes, I wish you to enjoy the conversation and um, we'll be in touch. Bye. 
Tamar. Okay, I'm here. Everything's closed. Turn the phone around so nothing bleeps. I'm fully present. That's an honor to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you for accepting to be interviewed. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I love interviews. Okay, great. Awesome. So basically, I interview people that are inspiring for me. Because I believe that um, people, every one of us, should take things in their own hands. And especially when it comes down to, um, for example, what you teach, sex, intimacy, relationships, and all the matters that we can take in our hands and that can make our life much easier without, you know, without going around and around and around and, and suffer basically. So that's why I started a podcast um, where I tackle these topics together with these uh, guests that I really like and love. Um, yes, about everyday things, about experiences and about the teachings that we can, you know, um, absorb from these people and these things. So that's why you are here, basically. So I really think... Yeah. I really resonate with that. It's how I always say that um, my biggest work is actually helping people step into their power yes. so that they don't need me anymore. Like I, I love to be not needed. And this is a, obviously a contradiction because I love my work and I love, I love working and I love doing what I do. And I really hope that I'm not needed at a certain point. Yeah, how awesome, awesome it, would, it would be that the parents teach these things to their kids. Right. And if we can go to school and we have relationships as a subject in mm -hmm. high school or even in primary school, I think. Yeah, that would be amazing. Mm. So Tamar, can you share with our um, listeners who you are and what's your vision for planet Earth and what's your mission, please? Oh, absolutely. My name is Tamar. Uh, I have an Instagram account, Tantric Courtesan. And I'm here on this planet to help create the new world, to help um, people step into their power and really embrace their sensuality and sexuality. And for me, that all starts with self-love. So I'm an intimacy coach and an, an attentive body worker, and I mainly focus on Tantra and, and helping people return back to their essence to feel their own heart to feel that they have all the wisdom already inside of them and that if we all would go back to this place of knowing deeply why we're here and how our connection with spirit is and how deeply we can meet ourselves and each other through sexuality and especially sacred sexuality. Um, yeah, that's my deepest mission here on, on, on planet earth. And my vision is to, um, well, hopefully in this lifetime, see a generation or even, you know, the whole world in, in expansion and awakening. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I feel so much better after listening to you sharing. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, especially when you said um, the new world. And yeah, that's where we're headed. And 
I think this is a big, massive chunk of it. The relationship we have with our bodies, with our sexuality, with our, with our partners. Yeah, in particular, I felt called to talk about relationships with you. Hot subject. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. And, and it always is. This is the fun thing, you know. It's, it's, it's a hot topic and it doesn't get boring. You can talk about it all day. At least I can. And uh, yeah, it never gets boring because it's, everything is relating. And, 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 and we can apply, even if you don't have a partner, you know, you can apply all these things onto your own relationship with yourself or your friends or your family. Like uh, relating is such a big part of our human experience. Yes. And we take it so much for granted. Yes, you are in an open relationship right now which is I am yeah which is amazing and not something very common at least in the society where I live right now I am in Italy so it's um I think people uh think they um that I'm mad when I talk about you know the possibility of having an open relationship and so I would like to ask you what's the difference between a monogamous relationship and an open open one Yeah, that's a beautiful question. And let me start by saying that I often see, and this this happens not only in Southern countries, but all over the world, um, people have initially a very traditional idea about relationships. We are imprinted from probably the moment we were born that a relationship is heteronormative. So with somebody from the other sex, from the other gender, it's often codependent because we believe this is the one person that is going to fulfill all my needs and wants and desires in life. And thirdly, um, you know, monogamous, I would say, like, like there is no other partner or person outside of the relationship that is going um, to interact with me on a physical level. Of course, you know, there's hugs and there's friendship, but often there's a very hard line, even already with kissing in in traditional uh, relationships and so the difference with an open relationship and what i call uh relationships by design and especially uh new paradigm relating where amanda and i talk about so often is that you can come up with the structure inside of your relationship as you want it and you can create the possibilities to have a more open structure where there is room to discuss with your partner or partners um, how you want to relate. And if this involves sexuality or an exploration with other people outside of the relationship. And what it does for me is that it really brings so much more peace and um, ease. As Amanda always says, I don't have the longing anymore because there is freedom inside of the connection. So I don't, it's it's like when people are very peculiar human beings, like we have very peculiar um, uh, ways of of actually um, existing in life because, because the moment we're being told that we can't do something, we actually want it. 
it is if, if this evokes something yeah. inside of us oh now now this is forbidden it's a forbidden fruit right it's how it all started it's, it's the beautiful story in the bible where adam and eve are being told don't eat the apple from the forbidden tree what do they do obviously they eat the apple it's not that hard because the apple is is the desire of all our wants and needs mm. or wants and desires and so in an open relationship i think the biggest difference is you open up the conversation through communication for more possibilities than just staying in this monogamous one-on-one -on -one connection mm. Yes, and what I see actually is that that would be needed anyways in every kind of relationship, like even the most monogamous and traditional ones, and we will have sex after marriage or something. But I think this talk is always needed and this um, courage to get to know yourself and to express yourself for who you are with all of your Uh, instinctive traits because we assume so much that oh yes I am monogamous oh yes I am heterosexual oh yes I uh, don't want my partner to kiss another person but is it true and yeah yes I was I was dating someone some time ago and like on the first or second date I was telling him how I'm convinced that people should sit down together and communicate about what they really want even if it's really traditional because they might you know they might discover something new about themselves and it's as if we are kind of frozen in this comfort zone that we know but actually there is a lot of betrayal going on a lot of longing a lot of repression a lot of um, miscommunication or lack of communication about desires. And I don't see that really playing out that well, honestly, in, in society right now. Um, Absolutely. And this is why we, we, we live in a world where there is a 50% chance of not staying with the person that you're in in the relationship with mm -hmm. and and I, i i strongly believe that the amount of people cheating or having an uh, having an affair or even you know having addictions on the side or having a porn addiction or going to sex clubs or calling like there's so much repression in in that area and that's in my opinion because we don't openly communicate about what we actually want We don't drop into vulnerability. We don't share from our hearts where we actually want to be met. We don't dare that even with our, 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 our beloveds. Mm. And it's actually sad. Yes. And maybe it takes some self-work, like before we know what we even want when it comes to other people around us, then maybe we should know what we really, really are about in ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This is why I often say the work starts with yourself. Even when I work with couples, there's so much that I do individually because um, the work starts with yourself. You are your own foremost lover. You are your, if you can't love yourself, how can you ever be in a relationship with, with anybody else? Mm. 
So, right. So when I hear um, you got to heal on your own and then you can be in a relationship, like, is it true for you? Yes. Yes. So you would recommend someone who doesn't know very well what he or she wants um, and is kind of messing around and suffering to take some time on her, his own? Always. Mm -hmm. And relationships are also a beautiful mirror. Um, <laughs> and it can bring up a lot of things. It can bring up uh, beautiful reflections, beautiful. It's, it's beautiful to have relationships as, as mirrors. And I do believe you can heal inside of a relationship. And I do believe that um meeting somebody who will show you your your shadows and who who is willing to be with you while you go through this transformational process i mean it's possible and if it's not there yet if you're finding yourself not in a relationship and you're single and you're just out there and you're dating and you find yourself searching for this one person that's going to fulfill you it is my deepest advice to go on a, on a spiritual transformational journey with yourself. Mm -hmm. Get to know yourself first, like go on an exploration journey with your body. What do you like? What do you actually want in a relationship? So often I feel we settle because somebody comes along and sweeps you off your feet and there are hormones that are obviously playing out at the beginning of a relationship and you tend to forget that you're going to spend a big chunk of your your life with this person and maybe he or she or it or they is not going to be the perfect fit and obviously nobody is the perfect fit right there isn't I, I don't believe in the one and there are people who are more appropriate to relate with mm-hmm Yes, it's like eating the right food for you. Yeah, yes, yeah. And as we all know, that's also sometimes quite hard. Oh, yeah, it is. Man, it is. Yeah. Living in Italy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Ex especially living in Italy. Gee, there must be a challenge sometimes. Yeah. Yes, sure. And every time I eat pizza, I have a hard time, honestly. And I know it's not the best food for me, but still, sometimes I just gotta do it. I just gotta eat it. So, yeah. um, and I can really see that, like, as a parallel. Uh, thing to relationships as well that sometimes you just know that someone is not the best fit but still you have something inside that pulls you towards that yeah. person yeah yeah the craving the craving of having to be with this other person and it's often it's really funny because because at a certain point in in my career I dive very deep into the attachment styles because I was you know finding out that I myself was actually a quite anxious relating person and that my partner that I was relating with at, at that time um, was very avoidant and so the polarity between us was very very intense because we were both like he was very avoidant and I was very anxious but in the end that leads to very passionate and fueled 
sex and connection because it's 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 like the opposites of a pole right it's like a magnet it goes like mm. and um and, and and that's just how it works and and it's beautiful to get to know yourself on that level and and know where you are on the spectrum of being anxious or being avoidant or being more in the middle as a secure um, uh, attachment style, right? And we can all move in between these these poles and, and, and on this spectrum. And I truly believe that the more work you do and the more personal development work you attain to, you will become more secure over time. Mm. That's just inevitable. Yeah, but for example, someone who is avoidant can still be in a relationship, but there needs to be commitment on his, her side, right? like yeah and that's a problem with the avoidant it hmm. the avoidant often finds it very difficult to give commitment because commitment gives him or her this feeling of suffoc- suffoc- suffocation like they feel suffocated by making the commitment they want to have freedom they want to have space while the anxious person just wants to be with somebody and is like more of an attached person like don't go away stay with me Mm. Um, because otherwise I, I, I get scared. Mm. So how do they relate in a healthy way? Avoidant people? And anxious people together, like one-on-one. How do they really mm. reach this dynamic balance where they can enjoy and not be triggered all of the time, even, if, even though if there are going to be triggers, I guess. Yes, yes, of course, they're going to be triggers. They're in a relationship, a relationship. I have not, I have still, I don't know. Let me think. No, I don't know anybody. There is not anybody that doesn't get triggered. That's, that's an illusion. Mm. If somebody is portraying you that image that don't, don't buy into that because it's, it's not the reality because relationships are mirrors and our partner or partners know us so well they know exactly how to push our buttons Mm. and they live so closely with us and they see all parts of us and um yeah they 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 move with us through life right where you're on a journey if you're on in a partnership you're on a journey together and it's a very good question how the anxious and the avoidant um learn how to relate more safe safely with each other I would say it takes a lot of inner work mm-hmm. and it makes a it, it takes a lot of facing your own shadows and your own demons and looking into your own triggers and healing these wounds that are often in our childhood because mm-hmm. it's always mommy or daddy or both it's always something there in deep childhood trauma that we get to heal Mm. And, and that's why also when people come to me for, for Tantra or sacred sexuality, I say, sure, we can work on that. And, and I can teach you lots of things and we can have, you know, very juicy uh, conversations and I can teach you all the beautiful tools and um, practices and it will bring up all your shit. And we <laughs> can't do this. We can't do this without talking about your mother and your father and your upbringing and your work and your passion and your purpose. And it's, it's all connected. Mm -hmm. And it's an illusion to think that we are separate from all these things. 
Beautiful. So our work mirrors our sex life and our relationship and our everything else. 100%. Yeah. Mm. I love. I love to see the faces of the listeners right now. <laughs> Maybe for the yeah, I would love yeah i would love to hear how this lands with them yeah that's beautiful yeah hearing this maybe for the first time you know like your sex life equals your work life go check it out absolutely absolutely and we're holistic beings i uh, there are four big centers in in our body we have our mind and we have our heart and we have our emotional center and our sex And then there's spirit, right? Spirit is all around us. Like we're, we're, we're made from spirit or spirit is made from us. Like everything is like, like, and that, that's just the, the big concept around it in, in my opinion. Um, and we so often, well, in this society, we, we very much live inside our head. We very much live inside our mind. Like we are thinking all day, we're communicating all day we're learning or working all day we're very much doing 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 and we often forget about these other three centers and then some people very much live in their sex they very much live in their sex center and connect from there and it is so beautiful to learn to integrate more of our whole being to bring the heart and the emotions on board so we become more whole we become better versions of ourselves to be more in our power to connect from all these different centers mm. so actually relating to someone who is so different is an opportunity always mm. yeah i've learned a lot from that relationship would i do it again probably not but i think that was also the lesson the lesson was i am not going to settle for somebody who doesn't fully chooses me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to stay with somebody who is not willing to commit. Like stop fighting that. Not even when it's the most mind blowing, amazing connection on other levels, in our case, in on a sexual level, it doesn't matter because I wasn't met in my different, in my other centers. Mm, this is amazing. Yes, right. Um, hmm. Has it been hard to choose for yourself and to let that person go? Yeah, it has been extremely hard. Mm. It has been a process. I mean, the whole relationship was, was over three years and, um, yeah. and it got worse and worse over, over time. And I tried to make it work. And you really want that, right? When you're in such a beautiful, deep connection. I was never met in that way in my life. And, and, and I was 30 by the time that I met him. And it's very hard to let somebody go that you love so much and that you have built such a life with. And still, it wasn't enough. And if he wasn't willing to meet me there, I had to be strong enough to make the decision to let it go. And it was heartbreaking and it's, it's very, very difficult. And I feel for everybody that has to go through or is going through that process right now. So 
what is the like there is a point where you realized okay this is not working for me while maybe until the moment before you were like I'm doing my work because you know I am taking this opportunity to heal the things in myself and to to maybe to be met like to create this possibility of being met in this relationship with this person when do you um kind of transcend this relationship and you decide like okay this is never going to work actually and I have done yeah. all of the work and now I can peace peacefully it's maybe it's never going to be peacefully um let go it was it wasn't that it wasn't that peaceful um but at a certain point I loved myself more and more and more and I realized I deserve something better I deserve somebody who is fully willing to commit and it never works to be the coach of your partner Mm-hmm. And I tried to coach him for a long time. This is probably also the downfall of being a coach and being involved in this work because mm-hmm. I saw what was happening. Like it, it was so clear to me. Like I was looking at it from the outside and I, I saw, wow, this is what's playing out. And I know exactly how to fix it. But I cannot make him. I, I, you can't do that you can't fix another person you can't put it it's it's not my job no it's it's not good for the polarity and it's it's unhealthy for the relationship Mm. so what I did was was and I take my responsibility in that I tried to coach him Mm. and I tried to help him and uh yeah it was just in the in the end a very unhealthy dynamic and it was time. It was time to let it go. And it, 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 it started by truly and fully loving myself more and more. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and remembering that I was a divine human being and I was worthy of receiving a full commitment and somebody that fully chooses me. Would a trick for someone who is in such a situation right now be to look at the present instead of looking at the possibility of the future? 100%. This is very, very correct what you're saying right now. So what I did was I saw a potential in him and in our relationship. And so I kept fighting for that potential because I could see it so clearly. I could feel it so clearly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a, it wasn't the reality. Like this is where you have to be fucking honest with yourself and do this reality check is what I am experiencing in the here and now the same as what I'm projecting onto the future Mm -hmm. and if those two things aren't matching it's probably time to reevaluate the relationship amen to that (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am asking because I am in in something, I'm facing something similar right now, but I realize it feels like shit in the moment, you know, so how can it be feeling any better in the future? Yeah, yeah. A relationship 
shouldn't make you feel like shit. And that doesn't mean there's not going to be hardship and, and stuff will come up and life will throw curveballs at you. Yes. And come back to love. And if the coming back to love isn't happening over, over a longer period of time, really check in with yourself. Do you want to feel like shit? Mm. Hopefully, the, hopefully the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. So what are the pillars for a healthy relationship of any kind, be it monogamous, be it open, be it whatever? Yeah. So I would say things that come to mind, um, vulnerability, mm. uh, communication, um, authenticity, like can you bring yourself, can you bring all of you? Isn't there a part inside of you that you have to hide um, because you want to behave or, or act like you're another person and then that you actually are? Like the most relaxing thing for our body is to feel that we are authentically accepted as we truly are by our beloveds. Uh, trust, deep trust, honesty. I mean, I think it is very important that you can bring everything to the table, even when it's hard, even when it's painful. Um, yeah, let me think. And in the end, you know, the, I, 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 the biggest pillar for me is, can I, su- can I support this other person in his or her growth? in his or her spiritual growth? Can I support them and be of service in their life journey without taking it upon me? So can I support them without starting to own or merge with this other person? Mm-hmm. So also- Does that make sense? Supporting without coaching, without manipulating, without being attached to the results in a way? 100%. And that's why um, I always say if that means that this connection is going to end, even if that would be heartbreaking, I would never want somebody to be with me because if they, if that would mean that they have to, like, like, you know, give a part of themselves up if they have to sacrifice a part of themselves. Mm. If your highest alignment is to be on another journey without me, then I don't want you to stay with me, even though it's going to hurt, even though that will cause or inflict pain upon me. I love I everything. And it's hard and sometimes it's hard. And, and when, you know, it's, it's coming up in my relationship, it is fucking painful. And then I do hope we come back into alignment and, and we can continue on this path together. And we have to be honest. Things change over time and people change. 
I love and what we want in life changes. I love what you're saying about sacrifice. I had a client lately. I, I do Reiki and energy work uh, online. And my client told me that life is about sacrificing, being good. And, you know, a sacrifice is very important and you need to be good to others. And I was like, no, <laughs> you especially need to be yourself, first of all. And I love it. Like a relationship, a love relationship can't be based on sacrifice. And if we believe that it should be, then it's what's going to be. And it's not going to be fun and juicy and, and making you feel abundant and full and, and fun and play. It's going just to be about disowning your your life basically and merging with the other person yeah i do not believe we we have to sacrifice parts of ourselves do you make small sacrifices throughout the week in a partnership sure yeah yeah you add water with the wine as we would say in dutch <laughs> uh, it, it 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 happens you 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 want to go eat sushi and the other person wants to have pizza. Well, okay, this time we're going to eat pizza and I sacrifice my desire to eat sushi right now because I love you and I want to be with you and being in your companionship is more important to me than the freaking sushi. Does that feel as a sacrifice or can that feel as a sacrifice? Sure, but that's a thing you do in relating. This is also something you would do with friends. But if we are on the path of sacrificing big parts of ourselves because we think we should behave or we should act in a certain way. I think that's, that's a big warning sign. That's a big red flag for me. Like if that's happening, if you're feeling like you have to sacrifice parts of you all the time, that's a moment you should have a check-in mm. with yourself. Is this, is this still in my highest alignment? Am I still showing up as my higher self, you know, and, and, is, and is this connection truly serving me or am I actually not wanting to see something mm. which can often be the case? Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, once more, like going back to when you chose fully for yourself, did, did you feel better after even if you went through heartbreak like did it feel better how did you feel when you took the decision and you really went for it I would say we're now almost a year later in time and there are still parts of me mourning about this relationship there are still parts in me healing um, from what has happened And sometimes I miss him. And I am in such a better place in my life. I am in, in, in such a more healthy relate, relationship with all my lovers. And especially in my relationship with Amanda. I could have never dreamt of where I'm at right now. Mm. And I now see that a lot of the the time and the energy that I was putting into the relationship, I now put inside myself. 
Mm-hmm. And so my business is flourishing and my friendships are flourishing and my money situation has improved and, and all these other areas in my life are, are growing and expanding so much faster because there isn't so much negative energy going towards this, you know, toxic relating. Mm. And there were also beautiful things about him and he's a beautiful man. And I still love him very, very, very dearly. And it's hard if you have fought for something so hard and so deeply and it doesn't work out mm. for me and for my, for, for my personality, it was quite hard to, it felt like, like I failed and I felt defeated about that for, for quite some time. I maybe still do. Yeah. Mm. and 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 I know you know it's it's maybe not the 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 sexiest thing to admit but I'm 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 all about sharing authentically where I'm at uh yeah parts of me are sad I love that you say that I'm a big supporter of you know sadness and just feeling that and being with that rather than wanting it to be different, wanting to be up, you know, um, I think it's really healthy to say these things. Yeah, pushing, pushing our emotions uh, away has never led to any positive outcomes, in my opinion. <laughs> never, ever. No. <laughs> never, no. Does. It never does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If someone wanted to work their relationship today at home what is one thing they could do yeah so I would say if they want to improve their relationship with their partner you mean I think both with themselves or with their partner let's put it that way well (laughs) well with yourself with yourself um, a small thing you can do is take one hour out of your day today, even when you're fully packed, there's always an hour um, or half an hour here and and half an hour there. And make yourself a priority in that hour and do something purely for yourself. And it can be anything. It can be reading a book or taking a walk, taking a bath, writing something or just sitting with a cup of tea and staring out of your window. And if you want to know something that that will truly spark some joy, think about the things that you love to do in your childhood. Go back to your childhood and think, what was I doing when I was six, seven, eight years old and I had to go and entertain myself? Would I go outside or would I stay inside? You know? Think about these these things that that brightened up your day and that really, really nourished you. Like take this time to nourish yourself and start there. Like start with start just there and without any expectations, without you know anything, even when you have a family, put your kids in their room, <laughs> tell your husband to to go get milk and take at least half an hour if it's if an hour is too much take half an hour and de- dedicate the time to yourself and if you're in a partnership my advice would be um 
to really spend quality time together for the same amount of time, half an hour or an hour, phones away, switch off the television, you know, go for a walk or go sit on the couch and check in. Just ask the other person, how are you feeling right now? Can we drop into vulnerability and can we really share where we're at? Like, how has, how has your day been? How has your week been? How are you actually truly feeling? How's your heart? Mm-hmm. And without any expectations, it doesn't have to lead to anything. But start there and start establishing more connection between you and you or you and your partner or partners. Thank you. I have one last question, which just came to my mind right now. Yes. If you could talk to yourself while you were on the verge of making that decision to leave your previous relationship because you didn't feel chosen, what is one thing you would tell tell yourself to encourage yourself or to calm yourself? Oh, a good question. Yeah. I would tell myself it is worth the pain. Mm. It is worth the pain right now. It doesn't feel like that. And sometimes you even feel like you're dying and the anxiety is so big and you love him so much and it's going to get so much better. Trust, trust that it will all be okay and And make the decision sooner. I would have told myself, if I could go back two years in time, I, I would have made the decision sooner. Because mm. it, it was a very painful process. And I, I don't think it served the both of us. Mm. And I'm very grateful for learning all the lessons. And we all know we can't turn back time. <laughs> you know, it If, if we could if we could turn back time yeah and we can't so I'm I'm integrating these lessons and I'm 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 grateful I'm great I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned and if I could go back I would tell myself to go sooner mm-hmm. and I really hope that somebody that is is listening right now and is maybe in a similar situation where you you are in a lot of pain and you you actually know your gut feeling that you deserve better That this, is, that this is a permission slip, a permission slip to choose yourself and that it is going to be okay, even when it takes a little time. Mm. Thank you so much, Tamar. Wow, thank you so much. It was great fun to be here with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love talking about these topics. It's so important mm-hmm. to bring awareness. So if mm. our listeners want to uh, reach out to you, what can they expect? Do you work one-on-one? Uh, do you have a, I know you have a course launching soon, so I would like you to share and to share where they can find you and contact you. Beautiful. Yeah, so I mainly work with my Instagram, which is Tantric Courtesan on uh, Instagram, obviously. <laughs> and you can send me a private message there. And there is also a scheduling link in my bio uh, where you can 
schedule a free exploration call for 20, 30 minutes and you can see if we are an energetical match to work together. I find it really, really important that I resonate with my private clients because it is a journey and it's also an investment. And I think it's important to work with somebody that can truly support you and not everybody can work with everybody and that's okay. Um, and my course is Rebirthing the New You, uh, and it's starting really, really soon. So I don't know that by the time that this launches, it will still be there, but it will run again for sure. So if you want to have uh, more information about that, you can reach out to me and I will keep you updated. Yeah. And then there's a mailing list where I send out my, my initial courses and my one-on-one offerings. So you can also respond with your email address. And that's about it. All right. Thank you so much for your time and for your wisdom and your transmissions. Amazing. Yeah. Sending much, much love. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode of Hidden Truths. And if you are curious and want to know more about my work with Reiki and Akashic Records, or you want to work with me one-on-one, head on over to my website, www.nicoleenergy.com or my Instagram account, nicoleenergy underscore. Bye!